0: stoner chicks the podcast for stoners by stoner (laughs) chicks i'm stephanie thompson and i'm phoebe richards i'm kayla teal
1: and i'm grace panzel
0: and we're here to tell you all about what's coming up in our little world (laughs) our little tiny little world is expanding into new horizons into cool awesome things
1: yeah, we're on one today, stoners. <laughs> and, <laughs> and it's a good thing that we are, because we've got a big week coming up, you betcha. It's the beginning of 420 week. It's the beginning of 420 week, and oh, baby. Ooh. well. First of all, we've talked already about our improv show at the Factory Lux in Seattle. It's at the old Rainier Brewery, and it's on 420 itself at 8 p.m. Tickets online are only fifteen dollars, seventeen at the door, and uh, you can you can find those online. Go to our website; you'll find the links. The other show that we have coming up. Is the night before 420, and this is our 420s Eve show. It is going to be streamed live on Twitch dot tv slash stoner chicks podcast and essentially we don't know how much you know about the traditions surrounding 420s eve everyone knows christmas eve everyone sort of has an idea of what happens for 4th of july new year's eve we're all very familiar with that but how many of you know about Canniborg, the sentient weed nug from another galaxy
0: or to string up your Doritos and a beautiful garland around <laughs> your
1: cacti. Exactly. Thank you, Stephanie.
2: Or the the traditional greeting of 420's Eve. Uh, uh, I would wish a highest of 420's Eve to
1: you, Grace. And to you also, dear stoner. Um. <laughs> we're we're gonna have just a night of revelry we'll be posting on social media in the days leading up to it letting you know if you need to bring anything to the party but mostly just bring yourself of course there's going to be lots of weed smoking we have to after all train up for 420 the day itself (laughs) it's going to be a hoot and this
3: is going to be on tuesday april 19th at 7 p.m correct
1: tuesday April nineteenth, seven p.m. Pacific. And if you can't make it that night, after that day, we're going to get it onto our YouTube channel, Stoner Chicks Podcast. So there will be a way to watch it afterwards. Of course, we hope that you'll join us. But yeah, we're um in the next couple of weeks, we're going to be spending more days doing stuff together than not together. <laughs> and it really is kind of our our big holiday push. So I'm feeling stoked but not as stoked as I'm, well, actually just about as stoked, but not as stoked as I'm feeling for this episode.
3: (laughs) Oh, I'm stoked, and I'm about to hit the traveling sisterhood bong. Yeah, the sisterhood of the traveling bong. Sisterhood of the traveling bong. It's our little unbreakable canna-style glow-in-the-dark bong that I keep forgetting to give one of you to trade off, (laughs) but to remind us, I am smoking out of it right now.
1: And I'm about to just smoke out of regular pipe and probably get really baked because I went to a family event in California last week and started a full-time 9-to-5 job and have not been smoking very much. So my tolerance is in the toity. In the toity.
2: I'll be smoking this blue Dream Concentrate I have in my little pen with my little Moose Labs
0: filter on the tip.
2: I wasn't sure I was going to use these filters for my pen, but you totally can. Why
0: not? Who knows what it's catching? And I'll be licking this spoon of peanut butter because I am already high. <laughs> I believe
3: that's the number one tip for podcasters is to eat peanut butter while recording, correct? <laughs> it's
0: totally true. It keeps the gum in your mouth all,
3: <laughs> all good. Hey, Kayla, I'm wondering what time do you think it is?
2: Um, I think it might be time for some wait in the news. It's been a big couple weeks for Weed in the News. My first Weed in the News article is from Washington Post, an article by Felicia Sanmez and Mike DeBonis. <laughs> Titled. <laughs> Sorry, I got... That was good pronunciation. <laughs> Bonus just caught me off guard. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> House passes bill decriminalizing marijuana. Senate fortunes unclear. The House of Representatives on Friday passed legislation that would remove marijuana from the federal schedule of controlled substances, a move that comes as an increasing number of states have passed decriminalization laws. The measure is known as the Marijuana Opportunity Reinvestment and Expungement Act, or the MORE Act, which basically decriminalizes weed, expunges records, exactly what they should be fucking doing and should have done a long time ago. Um, But this is not not the first time that the House has passed legislation decriminalizing marijuana. They did so in December of 2020, um, and that bill never made it to the Senate floor. And then we had the changeover between administrations, and it just never happened. So they had to do it again, is <laughs> basically uh-huh. what just happened. We don't know when it will come for a vote in the Senate. If it passes in the Senate, the president can sign it into law. And there are a few Democratic senators working on that legislation right now. Um, about fucking time. But so that's a thing that still has
3: a bunch of hoops it has to go through.
2: Yes, and and the, to be clear, this would not uh, federally legalize marijuana; it would just decriminalize it, which is a big step that they need to do first. Yeah. And honestly, the more I learn about. This is my personal opinion. The more I learn about what will happen when the federal government legalizes pot, the more scared I get for how corporate it's going to get. They're going to be able to, like Bethany told us,
0: patent.
2: Can you imagine the U.S. government owning a patent for OG Kush? That just makes me sad. Yeah.
0: Or even worse, like a corporate company owning the patent. And so anybody who grows that OG Kush has to pay Amazon. Yeah. Yeah, it's Monsanto owning seeds of varieties of and suing farmers for accidentally growing that seed that blew into their farm kind of thing the thing
1: is if our government actually functioned as it should instead of centering itself around and glorifying capitalism Mm -hmm. then it would never even be a threat of that like federalization would be a good thing it would ultimately ideally empower the masses however we treat corporations as people and we treat them as gods, honestly. And so, of course, everyone's going to get fucked. I mean, the only good thing that I see coming out of it really is that the people who have been going to jail won't be or ideally people yeah. who have gone to prison for it won't. Yeah. That's right. the bright side that I can see. Right. Well, right. And this is
3: to decriminalize it, which is the important first step, cause at least it stops people from going to jail. And then, right, a whole oh, other shit. step is going to be getting people out.
2: Well, the article continues on saying decriminalizing marijuana at the federal level would not end the vast majority of cannabis use prosecutions, which occur in state courts. But it would end troublesome conflicts between state and federal law for those states that have loosened pot oh. restrictions and would greatly ease commerce for the multibillion dollar cannabis industry. Yeah. yeah. Public opinion appears to be in line With the state-level electoral trend, in late 2020, a Gallup survey found that 68% of Americans said the use of marijuana should be legal, the highest support for marijuana legalization since the polling organization first asked in 1969. 69. Nice. In remarks on the House floor Friday morning, Representative Barbara Lee from California argued that the legislation would help repair the damage done by the war on drugs and the country's failed policy of marijuana prohibition, which has led to the shattering of so many lives, primarily black and brown people. Make no mistake, yes, it is a racial justice bill, Lee said. According to the ACLU, black Americans are nearly four times more likely to be arrested for cannabis and related crimes than white Americans, despite equal rates of use. These are can have a detrimental impact on a person's quality of life and can lead to difficulty finding employment, securing housing and accessing other benefits. We've touched on all these issues, and it's great that at the very least, the White House is taking some steps towards repairing the damage that was done with the drug war. We'll see how it shakes out. We'll see if the Senate moves to vote on it. I really hope that they do.
1: Yeah, seriously.
2: Well, they're they're known for moving things along pretty quick. (laughs)
1: <laughs> pieces of shit no i'm just joking are ho- you are <laughs> you joking i hope that the i hope that the ones who are getting it along are getting along you know yeah, yeah. all right so sorry kayla G- carry
2: on our next article is from npr titled new mexico launches cannabis <gasps> sales within texans reach
0: ay, yeah ay,
3: ay, ay, it's funny ay, it's about new mexico but they centered yeah. around texas Of course they would.
2: I know. The article does talk about how much (sighs) of the weed tourism is going to be from texans yeah it's all about how new mexico towns like on the border near oh, texas yeah. are going to be getting a lot of tourism yes. dollars so they're pretty much treating it like like weed is going to be a tourist attraction so like all mm-hmm. the um cities next near el paso texas they're all just like getting fucking ready and at friday april 1st was the first day legal cannabis was Purchased in New Mexico, Grace. Congratulations!
1: Thank you so much. It's a good day to be a New Mexican at heart mm-hmm. and by birth. And I'm really hoping it helps the economy. And I'm hoping that they can put some of this money towards housing and education because, in terms of poverty and um, health and education, New Mexico is way, way down there in in the fifties. So. Anyway, our governor, I think, is doing the right thing by getting this out there. And yeah, congratulations to all of the bud tenders who are about to be able to sell weed legally. I love it. Give us an air horn, Steph.
0: All righty. Here we go. Oh. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) The
3: best air horn I've ever heard. All right.
1: Yeah. What's next? Kayla.
2: Our next article is from normal, N O R M L. org, and it is titled Arizona Appellate Court Rules Prenatal Cannabis Exposure Does Not Constitute Child Neglect. And before I dive in, I just want to put a disclaimer that we do not endorse using cannabis during pregnancy. Yeah, it's between
3: doctors and. Yeah,
1: I think everyone can do their own research, make their own decisions, and we are just focusing on this story. And in this story, a woman in
2: Arizona was prescribed cannabis while she was pregnant for symptoms of hypermesis, which is a condition we've talked about in relation to women and cannabis on the podcast before. It's a condition where while you're pregnant, you throw up five to 20 times a day for all nine months. Of your pregnancy. It's fucking awful. My friend's wife just had it. It's like, I can't imagine anything worse, especially as someone who is vomit phobic. (laughs) Um, Oh, God. Yeah. So anyway, a doctor prescribed her. um, I don't know exactly what kind of cannabis for this. And Arizona, the state put her on a list for child neglect. So she was put on some official list and um, took it to the state court of appeals and they ruled in her favor that Unanimously, that the prenatal exposure in this case did not constitute, quote, neglect because the mother was qualified to access medical cannabis under the law. The court determined, quote, the evidence shows that the plaintiff was certified under AMMA, the Arizona Medical Marijuana Act, to use marijuana medically to treat chronic nausea. The doctor who certified the plaintiff's eligibility for using medical marijuana knew that she was pregnant.
1: Well, it's exactly what you said. She needed medicine,
2: yeah, something that worked. And if this worked for her, God bless her. I mean, you you got to do what you got to do for your own
1: body. When something's growing inside you and it's relying on you, I don't know. It's hard. It's tricky. It's hard. But that should be, like, understood yeah. by society. Yeah. And if you're
3: <laughs> violently throwing up all day long, that can't be good for the baby. So...
1: Yeah, there are
2: conditions that happen while you're pregnant that require medicine. And it's between you and your doctor to decide what the best treatment is for you, you know, like, and that's what happened in this case. And they tried to call her a neglectful mother once the baby was born. And like a lot of things like this are happening to women concerning cannabis use and pregnancy around the country. And I'm guessing the world. I mean, this is just what's happening in our neck of the woods. But. Speaking of, the next article is from High Times by Paul James titled Alabama Bill to Require Negative Pregnancy Test for Medical Cannabis. Woman focused (sighs) organizations across the country blasted the negative pregnancy medical cannabis bill in Alabama.
3: Yeah, that's, that's so ridiculous. But so at what point in the process is that? Sorry, are you able to explain that to me?
2: Um, So Alabama legalized medical cannabis in May of 2021. So Mm -hmm. now they're just trying to figure out how to roll it out. And this is a bill that was just proposed by their Senate. Okay. Put forth by Senator Larry Stutz and um, the measure would require women from ages 25 to 50 to furnish proof of a negative pregnancy test to a dispensary in order to be eligible to receive medical cannabis in Alabama. This test must be from either a doctor or a medical lab. So you can't do it yourself. You have to go into the doctor, get a pregnancy test and what
1: the fuck
2: before you can pick up your weed and you only have 48 hours to do so once the test is uh, administered.
0: Why well, just imagine a line of women outside a pot store pissing on sticks <laughs> in order no. to get their pot. If you want to be smoking
3: weed while you're pregnant, you better be under 25, <laughs> then it's oh fine. My.
2: And this is not if you're pregnant. This is if you have a uterus at all.
1: Then you have to get that done. And I'm sure they're just, like, handing guns out at brunch. You know what I mean? Like, it's insane that they'd have to go through all those hoops.
3: To be fair, maybe this is getting too political. I feel like there's nothing Republicans in general can do to shock me. So hearing that someone proposed this doesn't surprise me at all. It's horrifying and ridiculous, but like nothing. It sounds like that. It's just why I was curious where it is in the process, because to me, some crazy out there republican proposing this as an idea to get votes and to get all the pro-lifers all riled up like that's one thing if it's actually has legs and is going to be passed that's
2: it's wild it's like okay they wild. pass medical marijuana great good job alabama now let's figure out how we can control the women make sure the women aren't trying to pull anything over I'm, I'm just googling to see what larry stutz looks like Ah, <laughs> uh, yes a human thumb
0: fuck you Larry Stutz fuck you Larry Stutz I'm gonna write you a song
2: (laughs) (laughs) so yeah that's the latest we're gonna keep an eye on this one I want to see if it passes or not I mean it's getting a lot of backlash so we'll see how it irons out I mean, the logistics of that
3: are just ridiculous. so wild.
1: (laughs) That's something the article
2: does say is they're like, how they're going to enforce this? Yeah. I do not know. Here's the thing is like,
1: uh, even if you're just looking at it alone for the double standard, I'm not saying that these things are close to each other. But for alcohol, they do have to post in any area selling alcohol a sign that warns about fetal alcohol syndrome
3: right and you don't have to prove you're not pregnant to get alcohol
1: that's a good point yeah exactly and that's like fucking proven anyway so yeah, yeah that would at most be if they were treating alcohol the same what they would have to put up in and wait it's medical you said yeah, it's medical? or literally any
2: other medicine no other medicine i don't yeah. think requires a pregnancy test to pick up from the pharmacy does it no jesus christ
1: anyway (laughs) fuck you larry
2: studs yeah fuck you larry studs they just
3: can't handle they're terrified there'll be a bunch of stoner chicks taking over because we're so fucking cool and they don't want to there to be more
2: (laughs) (laughs) all right well that has been all for weed in the news let's take a quick smoke break before we come back for a new segment called things i saw while i was high I hope
0: they got a 420 in heaven, along with the 7-Eleven. Yeah, I hope that they got big old bags, a dime piece with a big old ass. I say, I hope they got a 420 in heaven, along with the 7-Eleven. Yeah, I
3: hope that they got big old bags, a dime piece with a big old
1: Well, welcome back from your smoke break, stoners. We are toasted over here and ready for a new segment that we'd like to call Things I Saw While I Was High. Things Things I saw while I I was was high.
3: Look at that.
1: And first up for this story quarter is Phoebe Richards, Things she saw well, while she, she was, was high. high. I'm feeling things she saw.
3: So today I and my lovely friend Trisha went to who both Stephanie and Kayla know well. Grace, have you never met Trisha?
2: I've seen her perform. I fucking love Trisha.
3: Fucking fucking Trisha. Fucking love you, Trisha. <laughs> Fuck you. Anyway, Trisha and I went to the immersive immersive Van Gogh experience, which I believe is like a traveling traveling
0: (laughs) (laughs) a traveling
3: show (laughs) exhibit that is a Van Gogh but immersive. (laughs) Uh, So tickets were about 20. I actually heard about this from one of our patrons, Alex, Uh, shout out, who went to this right before one of our Patreon Zoom smoke sessions. It gave me the idea. So we got our tickets, not really sure what to expect. I decided since I was going for this segment to talk about things I saw while I was high, (laughs) I should get really high. So I bought a weed soda. And this soda is like the most patriotic thing it could be. Uh, It's called Blaze Cannabis Infused Soda American Cola. (laughs) And there's a picture of it. It's red, white, and blue.
1: (laughs) Phoebe looks so cool holding this American soda. (laughs) So, Trisha and I had some of
3: that. And then we smoked a bowl in the little traveling bong. Oh, And we wandered on in and so we were nice and lit. And so it's a lot of canvases sort of that are on these screens so it can like melt and move or and, like maybe they'll show like the different layers of his work kind of like, you know, movie style. So there's some that are the floral, just go through all of his floral uh Paintings. And we just sat on this bench and we watched one for like 10 minutes. And then there's this classical music. It made me think of us with classical music playing and I was zoned out. So that was pretty peak awesome. Then, though, I did get really in my head because I realized what we were hearing was eventually a loop, though a long one. I just obsessed over that the ticket guy must just have to sit there and listen to this all day long. So then I had trouble getting that out of my head, so I had to,
0: <laughs> I had to move along.
3: Uh, they had all of the sunflowers, of course, up, and I personally have never found Van Gogh's sunflower stuff interesting, but then reading about it and the different phases and it's like the cycle of life, I kind of got into it. So I'm converted <laughs> Van Gogh sunflower fan now. Wouldn't have thought that'd be a thing. Uh, And then there's like a big room where there's sort of like a moving, I guess this is the really immersive part, uh, like moving paintings. And we sat there. That was fine. And then we got to color. (laughs) And there's a coloring room. So I did this beautiful piece. I tried to write (sighs) stoner.
0: Stoner! Stoner! But it was
3: hard to see it. And so, yeah, I'll post a picture of that. But then there was a baby that started just scream crying next to us. So we bolted out of there. And then there's a VR part, which I was really excited about, but it costs more. And we Um, paid like 20 bucks for our tickets. And so we were like, do we want to pay more? And I looked at the people doing it. and It was just all a bunch of old people sitting perfectly still with VR glasses on.
0: (laughs) And I was like, "Eh, that
3: looks boring. So then we wandered the gift shop and left. And uh, all in all, it was a lovely experience of things I saw while I was high. I'm going to say the highlight being, I guess, Van Gogh's sunflowers and the cycle of life. I really saw
1: the beauty. I'm sorry, highlight? That's right. For each of these <laughs> stories, there will be a highlight. <laughs> and with that, we go on to Stephanie Thompson for things she saw while, while she, she was, was high. high. Things she saw while I was high. <laughs>
0: I uh, decided to ride my bike today because in true Pacific Northwestern style, it was 69 degrees today. <laughs> and yeah, nice. It actually nice. got up it got over 70 today and uh that means everyone in the Pacific Northwest goes outside and parties hardy and so I went to Golden Gardens one of the outdoor beach areas where people go and Was it packed? It was pretty packed but not as packed as I thought it would be. Oh, that's good. It wasn't that bad. I rode my bike there so I didn't have to deal with parking or anything like that. So it was just real slick and I uh, have a beach tent, and I set that up, and I got real blazed, and then I went for a little walk, and I was just staring at, so our beaches in the Pacific Northwest are really rocky. They're not sandy, so I was walking, and all the rocks, and I don't know if you've ever looked at rocks but they're <laughs> but they're all very different. Every rock is different. They're all unique. Yet you all yeah. look at them and go, these are all fucking rocks. You know they're all rocks, but they're all different. And I was just thinking about how you can have this This is my high thought, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But as I was staring into these pebbles, these rocks into the, you know, in the dirt, I was thinking of like how beautiful it is that there's so much unique beauty within just one thing. Rocks is just one of billions of things that make up our planet. And it is so unique to have how like millions and billions of different types of rocks that exist. (laughs) Upon billions of different types of things that make up this universe. And they're all Mm -hmm. unique and special and beautiful. And my mind was just getting blown, man. (laughs) My mind's getting blown now. I mean, most of the time we're not even noticing those
3: things and they're all around us.
0: Yeah. So I was just staring at rocks for like 30 minutes, man. (gasps) That's what I saw while I was high. What was your (laughs) highlight? My highlight... Uh, was there was a sea lion um, like on a buoy just off the shore and every once in a while would knock off another sea lion because there was multiple ones on the buoy. Mm. He would knock off another sea lion and just go hop, up, 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 up. up. As sea lions do, Uh, I just enjoy being near the water and with all the life. And the highlight Mm -hmm. was actually staring at the rocks, yeah, and getting my mind my mind blown.
1: That was beautiful. It was really beautiful. I loved hearing the things they saw Uh, while they were high. high.
3: You know, I wore my Stoner Chicks podcast t-shirt to the Van Gogh exhibit, really excited to get some sweet pics, and then I (laughs) spilled my sandwich all over it (laughs) before we even went in. (laughs) So I had to cover it up mostly.
1: Oh, God. No. God, Phoebe,
2: sometimes I think you really are Abby from Broad City.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love that. Thank you. That's such a compliment. (laughs)
1: Oh, man, Stoners, we've had so much fun hanging out with you today. It's been a great time. Who wants to take us out? I'm happy to do so, but any of you hop on this banana boat. Oh, Grace, you're heated up. Why don't you just burn through it? (laughs) Oh, good. That was good. You could have gone a couple directions, but (laughs) Broccoli Broads on TikTok, Stoner Chicks Podcast on Instagram, Stoner Chicks Pod on Twitter. You can email us, High Thoughts, at stonerchickspodcast at gmail.com. Our website for signing up for our newsletter, seeing upcoming shows like the ones we have next week, or buying a t-shirt is stonerchickspodcast.com. We have a Patreon. We would love for you to join us over there. We've got tons of bonus content. And also you can smoke with us over Zoom. We love that. And lots of other little bonus stuff. Uh, Patreon.com. like fucking stickers, patreon.com slash stonerchicks. And please hit up Apple Podcasts or Spotify and give us a good review if you like what you're hearing here. We would so appreciate it. In the meantime, we love you guys so much. Thank you so much for listening. And Stephanie, what do stoner chicks always say?
0: Every rock is unique and beautiful, but it's also just a rock. (laughs)
1: smoke your weed (laughs) peace out happy 420